JD Talking Sports. Drop the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, you can subscribe on iTunes. It is Sunday, March 26, 2017. We had a classic tonight. UNC stepped in shit, in my opinion. I thought the game was over. I really did. I did. I mean, they're up by five at the half. They should have been up more. You had Fox on the bench. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't hit shots. I thought it was going to be closer. Thank God that Kentucky missed a couple threes. Second half, they're up by eight, nine. And then Kentucky goes on a 17-6-1. All of a sudden, they're down 64-59. What is there? There's 5-12 left. And then, and I'm just, but, but I had to get all my thoughts together. 5-12 left. They're down 64-59. I'm thinking, oh, shit, it's over. They go scoreless for the next 423. UNC goes on a 12-0 run. Kennedy Meeks gets called for a five-second call. All of a sudden, it's tied. Malik Monk made two freaking three-pointers in the last 40 seconds. God bless him. I mean, damn. I mean, and the second one was under real... I mean, they knew they were going to shoot it, and he still hit it. And then Luke May, man, whose dad played there, who I don't remember at all. He wasn't there when I was there. That was a quarterback at UNC. Luke May hits an 18-footer with three-tenths of a second left. They win 77-75. Damn. These are, now listen to this. UNC and Kentucky comes into the tournament, into the game. I'm sorry, the game. 13 national championships, 36 Final Fours, 246 NCAA tournament victories combined. UNC is going to their 20th Final Four. Back-to-back Final Fours. Nothing to shake a tail feather out. I don't think they are playing at the level they should. My buddy Ben, and I agree, Joel Berry II with that ankle, you know, problems. And I'll tell you, you had Stillman White, who I haven't seen playing forever. He came in, and I'll tell you, he had a big layup. And then he, on a total hustle play, got a rebound off a missed free throw. And it he was going up, and the ball kicked off his leg. But he was going to go. He played pretty damn. When he went in there, he he, 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 he showed up big for the big moments. You know, hey, you have De'Aaron Fox, who had 39 the other night. He had 13 points tonight. Him and... Malik Monk had 12. The two of them combined for nine for 24 shooting. Three-pointers, they were five five for 10. Okay, 50%. Combined for 25 points. Isaac Humphreys out of Australia, the sophomore f- forward for Kentucky, he had a career-high 12 points, five rebounds. He's a, he's, he's, a, he's a block. Played big shots. I mean, Luke May, 17 points. He had a double-double last game, 17 points today in the Sweet 16 against Butler. Had another big game today, 17 points, three rebounds, two assists. Justin Jackson seemed like he, hey, he got a four-point play. Wasn't making a lot of shots today. I saw seven for 17, 19 points. Berry at 11, four rebounds, three assists. Kennedy Meeks, 7.17 rebounds, two assists, four blocks. I mean, come on. He also had a steal. But 17 rebounds makes a hell of a game. 20th final for a while. And I thought this was kind of interesting. You know, I, I watched the whole game. We watched it during dinner tonight. And then we watched the second half. And, I, you know, I was like, I still don't feel we. I have seen the best UNC I can see. I'll tell you, I didn't feel comfortable last year at halftime against Villanova. And I, don't, I have not felt comfortable. Now they're going to play a tough Oregon team. You've got three teams down in the final four. South Carolina, congrats, 77-70 over... The Gators today, Sindarius Thornwell, I love that name, 26. 
and they're, they're playing, man, I'll tell you, they are playing great ball, and I freaking love Frank Martin. I love their coach. I freaking love their coach. They play hard. I mean, this is a guy who is an assistant coach, I'm, I'm sorry, head coach for the JV in Florida for 16 years, in high school, JV high school coach before he got his break with Kansas State. Listen, you know, I mean, damn. And you know they're going crazy down in Columbia. They they deserve it. I mean, they're playing hard, and they're going to play Gonzaga, who's never been. You know, you got, and you think about it, Oregon hasn't been there since 39. None of these teams have been there forever. I mean, I'm excited. And I have to work. I have to work next Saturday. So I was like, oh, crap, Is it, what's going to be the game? And Carolina's the second game, which is good. And I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, I don't want to miss this game. I do not want to miss this game at all. And I don't have to now. It'll be the second game, which is good. Very good. I can, I'll be able to sleep better knowing that that's a fact. <laughs> and I just had on, Baylor was losing to Mississippi State, who was in their first final eight. And I went to do my show and I was like, you know, if I watch this, I got to go to bed. I have to go in the, I have to go in the city tomorrow. I've missed work for a week. I'm still not feeling 100%, but I need to work. I don't want to miss two weeks. But I am black and blue all over. It's like, wow, man, I look beat up. I look beat, beat up. But that's okay. Oh, yep, Baylor's up by two with 117 left. Baylor even has not made, this is their fourth straight Elite Eight. They haven't made a Final Four since 2012. I'm rooting for them. And Stanford today was down 14 and a half to Notre Dame. They've been behind in the Pac-12 championship game. They've been behind. They've, all these games this year, they've been behind. Tara Vandermeer came in with, now she has 1,012 wins as a coach. You're not, you're not, you're doing something right if you've won over 1,000 games as a head coach. They made their seventh Final Four in the last 10 years. And if you, UConn makes it, that will be the Samuelson sisters, who the dad went from one to another. He went from Bridgeport to Lexington. He was at Bridgeport yesterday for his daughter, for Kitty, uh, at UConn's game, and then he went today to Lexington, and tomorrow he's going back to Bridgeport to watch his. So both sisters could face each other in the championship game. Could happen. That'd be kind of crazy, right? Imagine two daughters playing high division D one basketball, and they're both going to be in the Final Four. So at least he can doesn't have to go anywhere, but he's going to be able to watch both daughters back to back. Kind of crazy, right? That's some good freaking genes. <laughs> that is some great genes. Wow. Yeah, and I'm. I, you know, Frank Mortimer, come on, man. God, Gamecocks just play tough. They were they were behind. It was back and forth. Great second half. I mean, great game. I So now we have an SEC, West Coast Conference, Pac-12, ACC. All right. And I picked two of the four right. I forgot that I picked Oregon. I knew I didn't pick Kansas, but I always thought that Bill Self would choke in a big game. He did. I picked two of the four Final Four teams. Now, I didn't do, listen to this, the tournament challenge on ESPN. Out of the 18,797,085 brackets filled out, seven, 657 were right. That's three, 0.003, so that's three one-hundredths of a percent were correct on the Final Four matchups. 657 out of over 18 million brackets. 657. That's out of control, Right? That's pretty crazy. Now, how about this? The Nets today 
are now 7-8 and eight in March. Hawks lost their seventh straight. The Nets won their 3-1 th- the last four. 16 and 57. They four more wins and they they meet my projection. I said 20 and 62 this year. They still can do it. I'm rooting for them. Nine games left. They have to win four. Four and five the rest of the way. Can they do it? Hawks fell to 37 36. Brooke Lopez passed Buck Williams, the Nets' all time leading scorer. Congrat- congratulations, Brooke. And the Nets' bench outscored the Hawks 46 to 7. Now they had a couple guys injured and 30 to 13 at second chance points. But that bench, 46 7, that's, that's pretty big. Lopez had 23-7 rebounds. Lynn, 19 points, 4 rebounds, 8 assists. Jefferson had 11 points, 13 rebounds, and he was dealing with a stomach bug. The bench, McDaniels, KJ McDaniels, 11 points, and Sean Didwitty had 10. Uh, Dennis Shorter had 24 points, 3 rebounds, 8 assists to lead the Hawks. And Atkinson's first win over his mentor, Mike Budenholzer. But how about that? The Nets, 7-8 and eight in March. They talked Jeremy Lynn after the game. Again, he thanked God. Yes, he's very religious, very pious man. And, man, not too shabby. More wins now than the Cavs. And actually, the Celtics beat the Heat today, 112-108. They are tied at the top of the Eastern Conference, number one seed. Boston's 48-26. and 26. The Cavs are 47-25. Percentage points are the same. Isaiah Thomas had 30 tonight. Heat fell to 35-38. and 38. How about that? And Devin Booker, after 70 last night, 70, no, 70 Friday night, he had 23 in his second game, first game after the 70 point in the, in Boston. They lost to Kemba Walker and the Hornets, 121-06. Kemba Walker at 31. Charlotte improves to 33 and 40. Phoenix 22 and 52. You know who would do 72 games in a, in a row, but hey, still pretty awesome. And LeBron says injuries, major obstacle for Cavaliers this year, one of the most challenging seasons of his career. Okay. You know, I think it's a motivation ploy for his teammates. He wants them to say, hey, you know what? People think we're down. We got injuries. We're not going to do this, that. And he's like, you know, he's just getting ready for the... He's he's getting ready. And Patrick Beverly from the Rockets said that the player's resting. He said it's a travesty to the fans. Hey, he's entitled to his opinion. He's playing every game. And Rockets were up 25 after three. They beat the Thunder with 137-125. Harden had 22 points, 12 assists. Lou Williams at 31 off the bench for the Rockets. Russell Westbrook, 36 triple-double, 39 points, 11 rebounds, 13 assists. He's amazing. Okay, see, so that's 36 in 72 games. That's 50, yeah, 36 of the, 36 games with triple-doubles, 36 without. That's, Rockets improved to 51 and 22, 50 win season, no joke. Last year, Houston was 41-41. and 41. That's, a, that's a pretty big improvement, and they still got games to play. They got a shot at 60, but they'd have to go really hot. But still, I'll tell you, you win, over, you win, you win 50, 55 games, that's a, that's a good year. That's a good year in my opinion. Now, James Harden does not play any defense. There was a play where the guy was driving the hole, and he actually jumped out of the way. And I saw a couple plays. Hey, you know what? I'm not playing, but I, I always think of in uh, Airplane. When the kid talks to Kareem, he goes, my dad says you don't really hustle back on defense. And he goes, you tell your old man to ride up and down the court with, uh... oh, man, I'm blanking on him. Oh, I'm seeing his face with Walton on with Walton on your ass all game. I just, that's, but I did. I saw him and I asked, I, asked, I said, buddy, I said, Ben, you know, uh, Harden doesn't play a lot of D. He goes, no, no, does not play a lot of D. He's having a great year on offense, but D, no, no. Even they were playing they were playing. He was he was in the middle of the key, and he looked like he didn't know what he was doing for a second. I mean, he knows what he's doing, but he looked like he was out of place, just trying to wait for the offense to get going again, that they could pass him the ball. 
They're not paying him for defense. No, not at all. Not at all. And the Knicks, hey, D. Rose says, I've got more than enough money. We'll take winning over big contract and free agency this summer. Good for you. You know, because your Knicks are 1-8 last nine. And they play the Pistons tomorrow. Oh, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I think they play the Pistons tomorrow. I want to check the scores. I just want... Ooh, Baylor is going into overtime against Mississippi State. 75-75. Wow. Good basketball. The Knicks play the Pistons tomorrow. I was right. 7-30. 27-46. Got to win three more games. Match last year's total. I picked them to go 42-40. and 40. No chance in hell of that happening. Now, Met fans, are you a little concerned? Steven Matz scratched from his Monday start with left elbow discomfort. Sandy Allison said it's worrisome that he continues to be injured off and on. That is a difficulty, you think? Yeah, it's a big problem. But Allison said no damage to ligament, 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 ligament. Say that three times fast. No MRI scheduled yet. He's going to rest for a few days. He had season-ending elbow surgery last September to have bone spurs removed. And Conforto? Per Newsday, most likely to make Mets roster if Juan Lagares isn't ready for opening day. Monday, April 1.10 p.m. First of a week from week from tomorrow. How about that? And Robert Gesellman has a spot in the Mets starting rotation. I like him. He's actually going to live with Syndergaard this season. Good for him. And the Yankees released John Neese had 40-man roster crunch and didn't want to use his spot on Neese. A nine-year vet. And also, March 28th, if he was still on the team, they had to pay him $100,000, which they don't have to pay him now, but they might bring him back. We shall see. And also, you know, I got, there's other things. I, want, a couple of, I have a couple little Yankee notes, other notes, but let me get Adrian Peterson tweeted the other day. He's in no rush to sign with the new team. It's not all about the money. They had said that, you know, don't read what you, don't uh, believe what you read. Said he wanted $8 million that first year. Okay, I, I like to see what he's in no rush for because, you know, maybe someone got hurt during training camp, they'll bring him in, who knows. And Roger Goodell said that they're in pretty good shape on vote regarding Raiders' proposed move to Las Vegas per Sal Palantonio. I guess we'll see, right? How about that? Yeah. Now, I talked about this last year. I thought this was pretty cool. The indoor marathon record falls in New York. Two world records in the indoor marathon were set on a 200-meter, imagine that, 200-meter track at the Armory in Upper Manhattan. I forget how many, yeah. Okay, listen to this. Christer, Christopher Zablocki of the U.S. broke the men's record by running 200, imagine 211 laps in two hours, 21 minutes, 48 seconds. And Laura Mananen of Finland finished in 242.30 to set the women's record. Kate uh, Pallady lowered the American women's record to 244, two hours, 44 minutes, 11 seconds. Can you imagine running 211 laps around a track for a marathon? Listen, I've done 20. I think the most I've done is maybe 30 laps, and I've gone nuts. And then you can't remember how many you've done. I couldn't imagine keep going for hours, just running laps around. And that's Wait, that's yeah, that's a lot of laps. Yeah, 200 meters, because the one I have is a 400-meter track. So they have to do double. Oh, no. No, thank you. Yeah, I have to, yeah, yeah. It's four laps to a mile. I would have done the... Oh, my God. 25, 104, basically, yeah, 104. Oh, my God. And even that, to me, would seem like 211. And it's shorter and all, but you would just feel like you're running forever. And Andorra, 0-0 tie with visiting Faroe Islands in a World Cup qualifier. 
ended its run of 58 competitive defeats. Hey, Endora, very proud of you. It was their first point in qualifying for Endora. It's it's a Pyrenees mountain principality with a population of 80,000. First point since a scoreless draw with Finland in 2005. Congrats, Endora. Endora. I'm trying to pronounce this stuff right. You know, I put a lot of work into it. And John Neese means that Jason Shreve is probably going to grab a bullpen spot. You know, that's the thing. Now, Nice had six spring training relief outings. They said they released him. Posted a 450 IRA, six innings, allowed five hits, struck out five and walked one. And Paul Schwartz, who I love on the New York Post, talked about the Giants. They entered free agency with about $32 million under the salary cap. 17 days later, they have about $9.4 million. They figure they need about $3 million to sign the players they select in the draft. They signed 11 players who were under-restricted free agents and signed uh, JPP to a four-year, $62 million deal, about $40 million guaranteed. Also, you know, they said that he talked about how the GM, Jerry Reese, is aided by the salary cap guru. I like, I like that salary cap guru. It just sounds cooler. Kevin Abrams, you know, they get the best bang for their bucks, strengthen the roster with more work still to be done. The, you know, the glaring goal for the offseason was improving the offensive line. You know, that the best anyone can say about the state of the offensive line, you know, level comp- competition is heightened. Now, DJ Fluker, Chargers, first-round draft pick at Alabama, Chargers cast him aside. He can either play right guard or right tackle. Then you have John Jerry, who started 41 games at right guard the past three seasons, and he was re-signed. But the Giants won an upgrade because, hey, listen, terrible running game last year. Run blocking is not Jerry's strength. Also, Bobby Hart started 12 games last year at right tackle. He was yanked from the starting lineup in the playoff loss to Green Bay, replaced by veteran Marshall Newhouse, and they let him go to the Raiders. That doesn't mean they think very highly as hard as a starter. Also, Red Ellison, they brought in the tight end on a four-year $18 million deal from the Vikings. It means the Giants can look into the draft for more of a receiving threat at tight end. Maybe OJ from Alabama. You know, because Ellison can handle the blocking assignments. Geno Smith, bargain rate, one-year deal. Only thing that proves is that he can compete for a backup quarterback job this summer. Also, they gave uh, Prove It with performance pressure exits for Valentino Blake at cornerback and Sean Drawn at running back. They said, not you know, Schwartz says, and I agree, not many holes left to fill you got that line. But I don't know if they can find a legitimate starting left tackle from the draft it's a weak draft this year for offensive linemen or for veterans cut loose in the summer maybe there might be a guy and you know Reese does hey that, that's what the, they do the best player available approach rather than force feed a player to position of glaring need and you know they got most of the defense back Keenan Robinson's coming back you know we shall see right we shall see what they do. I, I, hey, you know what? At least the Giants have something to look uh, look forward to. O.J. Howard, that was the tight end. I, I was blanking on his name. O.J. Howard. He could go, because you know what? Giants would love to have a Bavaro. They, that's what everybody talks about. Get that next Bavaro. Get the next Bavaro. We shall see. All right, now. 
pretty excited because I'll be able to watch the end of the Mississippi State is up by one with 2.15 left in overtime over Baylor. Watch the end of that. I also have some trivia questions for tonight. And I really should be sleeping, but I'm not. All right. Trivia question from last night. Wait, wait, today is... Oh, I'm sorry. What player had the highest point per games in All-Star Game history? What player has the highest point per games in All-Star Game history? That's a nice trivia question. The answer was Kevin Durant with 25.6 points per game. But you didn't know that, huh? KD, highest All-Star points per game average. Tonight's question. Who holds the record for most yards gained in back-to-back games in NFL history? Who holds the record for most yards gained in back-to-back regular season games in NFL history? Most yards gained in back-to-back regular season games in NFL history. All right, folks, I'm out of here. Have a good night. UNC, so happy. Luke May, love you so much. Kenny Meeks, played some great D. I forgive you for the five-second call. And, hey, Roy Williams, we're at another Final Four. Can we win it again? I, I, I picked you two. I know Gumbo Chef picked Duke, but they're long gone, and he owes me. He's going to bow at my knees the next time I see him. And I mean that in a totally worship kind of way and nothing. Don't go there, folks. Don't go there. All right. Have a good night. Peace out.